to TV Sports Double Take Podcast Live. It's Tosh Myers here again with Jared Blinder as my co-host. And today we have a special guest here to help preview the MLB season, uh, Sam Prescott here today with us. And today's an exciting day, uh, previewing the MLB season that starts on July 23rd. Yes, yeah, Sam, really excited to have you here. I know you're a big Sox fan like me. Uh, I first I want to get into the baseball season, but first I want to ask you about the uh, the Mookie trade that went down this past off season. Um, yeah, so excited to be here. I'm probably the biggest fan of this podcast, so it's a dream come true. Um, Mookie trade, you know, obviously devastated at the time uh, with the news that Price won't be playing for the Dodgers this year. Starting to look a little bit better, um, and hopefully Verdugo really turns into something. We'll be all right. We'll we'll land on our feet. Yeah, hopefully the 60-game uh, season helps us out with the uh, the lesser the lesser team without Mookie. Yeah, you guys got you guys almost got pretty lucky in the fact that the season almost didn't happen, but uh, luckily for the Dodgers, it did. But let's get into this season. So we've got some uh, we've got some interesting rule changes that I want to go over with you guys. The first off is the uh, the 60-game season. Sam, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I mean it's going to be huge for some teams that um, would maybe struggle with with their depth or bullpen otherwise um, you can ride your your top line starters a little bit more um, so for a couple teams uh, you know the Astros with Berlander and Granke at the top the Nats with Corbin Strasburg Scherzer at the top um, a couple teams like that are probably um, going to see a little bit of a bump whereas a team like the Yankees that has a ton of depth but not a lot of Frontline pitching outside of obviously Garrett Cole, um, it, it's maybe going to hurt a little bit, but we'll see. It's hard to predict. Yeah, and me coming at, at it from more of a casual baseball fan, I'm excited because there's less games and every game matters so much more. In the course of 162, you know, you lose one or two here or there, but you can get right back on track and it kind of washes out over the course of the season. But 60 games, I mean, 15 games is a quarter of your season. If you have any slip ups or mishaps, like that's that's absolutely massive in, in the course of the season. Yeah, this this I'm more excited for this baseball season than I have been for any baseball season in a while. Just because uh, every game will matter, every pitch will matter. It's going to be almost like the playoffs, uh, like you said, Jerry. With teams that don't get off to a hot start, like they're pretty much toast. Um, so I think the 60 game season adds a lot to the uh, adds a lot to the plate uh, for the MLB. But how about the um, the universal DH. Uh, another one that we actually talked about, uh, if you go back and listen to how Jerry and Tosh fixed baseball, one of our first pods, uh, talked about this one. What are, what are our thoughts on this? Yeah, so I, mean, I was a big fan of uh, having both leagues do the, the same style of play, that they both have the DH, they both have pitchers hit. I just didn't like the American League and the, and the National League had different set of rules. And so the fact that for this shortened season, the uh, NL is going to have the DH, I'm all for it. Yeah, totally agreed. I'm a huge Universal DH guy. Um, I'm probably the person that this rule makes uh, the second happiest after Kyle Schwarber, who is just going to have a huge payday. <laughs> yeah, that's, you bring up a good point there. There's there's a, definitely a few guys in the National League that this is going to help. Um, I think one part that's interesting, too, is some of these prospects uh, with the added DH, the, the prospects who are now playing because there's no ma- uh, minor league season are going to get a chance to come in there, play DH, um, just worry about hitting. Super excited for that. Plus, with the teams only playing um, teams on you know their side of the nation, I guess you could say, uh, you kind of need this rule. So good job on MLB to add that one. 
Um, and then the, the last big rule change is the uh, another one we talked about in our How We Fix Baseball podcast is the runner on second base in the extra innings. Uh, Sam, what are your thoughts on that on that uh, new rule? Um, just from a baseball fan perspective, I think it's exciting and um, means that I'll actually get to watch every pitch of the of, of you know games that I watch as opposed to a World Series game going 18 innings without anybody scoring. Um, so I think it's hopefully going to be good for baseball and obviously um, going to be exciting for to see how some of the, the best closers and relief pitchers in our game withstand that type of pressure. Yeah, you know, I actually like this too. I like trying it out during, during kind of this hectic new season where they have like that universal DH. Uh, why not add a second base runner in extra innings and, and add some more excitement to this game? If they're trying to limit contact and exposure, then the shortened games, the better. Shortened games, I think, adds to more intrigue for the fans, keeps them around. You know you're not going to stay up for those crazy like 15, 16 inning games like Sam was saying. Um, and then I think, yeah, I mean, it just changes the entire strategy, which I think adds a whole new, a whole new layer to baseball, which I'm, I'm all for. Yeah, the one thing I'm kind of worried about is, say, in a big game at the end of the 60-game season, like if this is what ends up deciding like who gets into the playoffs and they eventually win the World Series and then the rule gets reversed, like, People are definitely going to think it's kind of a tarnished season, I think. But um, I, I'm interested to see, like, how it works in the MLB. I've seen it in minor leagues and in, and in youth baseball. So um, that'll be good. What, which of these rule changes, the 60-game season, the universal DH, and the runner on second, uh, are you most excited for, Sam? 60-game season. Um, I mean, it's shorter than an NBA season, which is crazy. Um, pumps up the excitement of every game. Um, I just think it's going to be a really, really fun sprint to the finish. Yeah, I'm with Sam on this one with the 60 games. It just adds that much more importance to every single pitch versus that extended season that is the normal length. Um, I'm a big fan of the University of the H and then also excited about the runner on second. I actually, I'm liking all these real changes that the MLB has, which is uh, a little surprising coming from the MLB. Yeah, the, this is what MLB need to do to get fans like you to uh, to watch baseball, I guess, Jerry. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm all for it. I'm actually uh, I'm probably like you were saying, going to pay attention more than more than usual. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I think there's a lot of people in your spot, but um, awesome. So let's go through each of these divisions. We're gonna give a, a we're gonna give our take on on each division on different teams who we like. Uh, get to some predictions here. Um. Let's start with the AL West. So we've got the Astros, who are the favorites in the division, and then the A's, the Angels, the Rangers, and the Mariners. Um, Sam, what catches your eye about this division? It's a weird. It's a really, really weird division, Tosh. Um, the Astros are the Astros, but but who knows? Um, with Cole leaving the front of that rotation, um, Verlander possibly going to miss some time. Um, that really vaunted Astros rotation that we've seen for the past couple of years might not be as scary, um, but they're still a really deep team and should be the favorite. Um, so I think kind of the, the big story in that division is um, can the Astros continue to be the Astros as well as does Rendon elevate the Angels to another level, which I'm sure one of you will talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah that's actually I, a great Great point, because I saw that the uh, Angels were projected to go around 500 for this season, and I don't really didn't really understand that with the Rendon addition and them still having Mike Trout. I mean, Shohei Otani is supposed to be healthy this season, um, and so with this shortened 60 game season, like I, I thought they could make a decent run, but I'm not sure why they're 
really supposed to do a little worse than the A's in this division. Um, but before I turn it back over to Tosh, I was I was going to say, yeah, I don't see anybody knocking off the Astros in this division this year. I still think they do have a bunch of depth. Um, I'm, I'm more interested to see, though, like how much other teams throw at them still after the cheating scandal uh, due to the lack of punishment by, by the commissioner and how baseball polices itself. Um, and so that'll be a storyline that I'm going to be very closely following. Yeah, guys, you guys are sleeping on the uh, Oakland A's. No. The A's, so listen here, the A's have seven players who hit over 20 home runs. Uh, they have an, two MVP candidates in Simeon and Chapman. And then uh, also they've Frankie Montes, who was suspended for 50 games, is probably their best picture. And then the number 12 prospect who throws 98, who's nasty, Jesus Lazardo. That's a great top of the rotation. Um, you guys are you guys are sleeping on the A's. So you think they take the division? You know, I I think the Astros are are underrated, even given everything that's happening, just because their lineup with Altuve, Correa, Springer, and Bregman. I mean, those are basically four MVP candidates in their lineup. But I do think that the A's um, the A's will pose a threat. I mean, they did win ninety seven games last year. Uh, the problem with the Angels is their pitching rotation. They they have one or two established starters in their entire rotation. Uh, their lineup is going to be nasty, and I'm actually excited to see Joe Adele, who's the number six prospect, potentially play for them. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite as worried about the Angels' rotation as you are um, for a couple reasons. Number one, um, I think a thing to not forget about the Angels is that hopefully due to the DH rule, which we all love, we're hopefully going to get 60 games of Otani. Um, with him pitching every fifth game. Um, so that's going to be a huge boost to the rotation. They also made some smaller moves this offseason um, that I think are going to pan out well for them. Um, they had a Dylan Bundy who's just, you know, while not an ace, he's an absolute innings eater um, and should provide some, you know, leadership in the middle of the rotation. And then Julio Teheran, who um, was the Braves' number one starter for a number of years, is also another one of those guys who, even though he's falling off a little bit, is super dependable. Um, so I think their rotation can survive and their lineup should just be on another level this year. Um, as far as the A's go, I think it's crazy to call Marcus Simeon an MVP candidate. I <laughs> don't know how many times you'd have to run the season for him to win the MVP. Um, they also lost Jerks and Profar, who was a big part of their lineup, and um, Blake Trinan, who had one of the best closure seasons ever a couple of years ago. So I know the A's won a lot of games last year, but Comparing their lineups on paper, at least the Angels have you know no excuse to not be winning as many games as, as Oakland does. I think with with the addition of Montes and Lazardo for the whole season, the A's pitching staff is going to be really good, and then combined with their lineup, um, is it, going to be it's going to be uh, good. But let's get to our uh, we'll get to our division predictions for the AL West uh, later. But let's let's move to the Central. Uh, we've got the Twins who are the favorite, and then we've got the Indians, the White Sox, the Royals, and the Tigers. Um, Sam, what are your initial thoughts on this division? Yeah, it's a two, two-team division, uh, basically. Despite everything the White Sox did this offseason to bolster their team, I still think they're a couple years away. Um, the series contenders here are Cleveland and um, the reigning champions, Minnesota, to me. Um, I'm pretty high on Cleveland as long as they hang on to Lindor. But obviously, the Twins surprised everyone last year have a lot of good young pieces. So, I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say about those two teams. Yeah, so the Tigers are a dumpster fire starting there. They're definitely not a contender in this division. Um, the White Sox, I saw they're one of their studs, Michael Kopech, or projected stud Michael Kopech, who I believe tops out at 100, 101. 
is opting out of the season. So that's a big blow to their, their potential hopes. So yeah, just like you were saying, it's a two team race between the twins and Indians. Uh, not really sure who has the edge on that one yet. I know you're saying the twins have a bunch of young talent, but the Indians have Tito who I'm partial to as the old uh, Red Sox manager. Um, but yeah, it should be, it should be a good two team race between, between the twins and the Indians there. Tosh. I, I disagree with you guys. I think the Indians are part of kind of that trend that we see in baseball of teams that were contending for a few years who are getting old, almost like the Phillies were a few years ago and the giants. Now I think they're getting old. Um, I would not, I think the white Sox are kind of the up and coming team. I'm really looking forward to see uh, some of their young prospects and, added to their um, current lineup. And I think the White Sox, you know, I wouldn't say they're going to challenge the Twins, but I think they might be the second best team in that division. Yeah, um, I still think well, they're a year away, though, from being that team. Uh, I still think they have a lot of development to go through to get there. We'll see. I think the 60-game season might um, might help them just because they I, I think, I don't know, anything can happen. And with the young team like that, um, I, I kind of like their chances. I'm curious to hear what you guys think of the Twins. Are they a serious World Series contender? Yeah, uh, I do think that they are. The The two things they were missing last season were kind of a tried-and-true ace and then, you know, a great veteran clubhouse um, presence who can also lead on the field. Um, they got one of those for sure in Josh Donaldson, who, former MVP, absolute stud, had a huge year in Atlanta last year. Um, I don't think you can knock that move. He's going to be great for them. Um, the other one is their young guy, Jose Barrios, who um, has been ready to take the leap, it feels like, for a couple of years now. Um, that's that's the piece that they really need to come through to put them over the top, especially with Mike Pineda suspended for most of the season. If Barrios can become that guy, I think they're absolutely legitimate World Series contenders. Yeah, I mean, I think they have good pieces, but I'm going to have to disagree there and say I don't think they have enough to make that championship run. Could they make the ALCS? Like, sure, but I don't see them getting by, let's say, like the Yankees, Rays, or, or Astros. Um, and so I got to say no on, on them and their title hopes this year. Definitely with the additions of Kenta Maeda, Rich Hill, Homer Bailey, um, I think they think they probably have enough pitching, but I don't think they've got enough top-of-the-line pitching, especially when you're going against teams with who have, you know, Justin Lazardo or... Verlander and Granke, Cole and Severino, um, that type of top of the rotation. Severino, yeah, he's injured, but um, still Garrett Cole. Um, I think that I think that they, um, I think that their pitching is probably just not quite good enough to uh, be a serious contender. Fair enough. Um, they definitely should 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 be in the playoffs, so they'll at least have a chance to prove themselves. Yeah, and once you get into the playoffs in the MLB, anything can really happen. All right, yeah, so now let's move to our fa- my favorite division, the AL East. Of course, I'm a big Red Sox fan. Sam's a big Red Sox fan. And, uh, Tosh, I want to hear your thoughts on uh, my division. So I, I think the, the Yankees are definitely the favorite here. I mean, Garrett Cole signing was huge. I, that, I really like that signing. He's the best pitcher in baseball. Um, Yankees go out and get him for their rotation, especially in a 60-game season where he's going to be starting you know, a good number of games for them. And then his bullpen uh Chapman, you've got Adavido, you've got Bridge. those guys are nasty in the back of the pen um and that that's star studded with you know glaber lemayhu standing judge sanchez all with 25 homers i agree with you uh aaron boone has proven himself as an amazing regular season manager 
uh, the question marks for the Yankees are um, what has happened in the playoffs every year and can they do something different this year? But I mean, they added Garrett Cole. All they lost was Betances and their bullpen is so deep um, that they'll be fine. Obviously, Severino being out hurts um, and they need some good luck with health for Paxton and Stanton. But um, I agree. It's a one-team division. Um, no offense to the Red Sox or Rays, but but it's the Yankees division to lose for sure. Yeah, there's there's really no question there. They're they're heavy favorites. They have an absolute death row of a lineup. Um, yeah, pitching's not really a question question, especially on the second half of the bullpen. Um, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but I don't see like a glaring weakness in in our main rival. Um, hopefully, the Rays can get a couple games off them because it doesn't look like the Red Sox are in position to make a run this year. Um, based on everything they've done in the offseason, it doesn't look like they're all in on this year. Um, but maybe they'll be one of those teams that the 60 game season can help. I'm kind of hopeful of that. You know, if you get out to a hot start, anything can happen. Um, but yeah, the Yankees don't, they're really, really scary this year. And that's going to be pretty unfortunate as a Sox fan. Yeah, the reason the Rays aren't more of a threat, um, for the same reason as the Twins, I would say, is probably a lack of top line pitching. Um, the only chance that he have to change that is if Tyler Glasnow uh, becomes what, you know, the Rays want him to be this year. I mean, man, that Chris Archer trade is looking unbelievable for the Rays. Uh, Archer is slated to miss all season. Um, Tyler Glasnow and Austin Meadows, who they got in that trade, um, probably hold the keys to the team's future. Um, those are two guys I'm really looking at in this division to make or break uh, this race team this year. They also made a couple interesting offseason moves. Uh, picked up Jose Martinez, who's been solid for the Cardinals for a while, got Hunter Renfro from the Padres. Um, so I think they're they're building, you know, smartly as the Rays always do. Um, but do they have that that top of the line pitching talent? I'm a little skeptical. All right. Well, so that's about does it for the AL. Uh, let's move here to the NL. And we'll start with the NL West division, where we got the Dodgers as presumable favorites, then closely the Diamondbacks, Padres, Rockies, and Giants. Yeah, um, so obviously the Dodgers are the team that we'll probably spend the most time on here. They're the NL, they're the favorites in all of the NL, if not all of the MLB. Um, team I'm interested in is the Padres. Their young talent is just so exciting. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. is one of my favorite players in the game. Chris Paddock has the potential to be a really true ace in this league. Um, obviously, they give Machado the huge contract last season. Um so they have a ton of potential, especially come 2022. Um, I'm really excited to see how some of these young guys pan out. They probably won't make the playoffs this year, but they could definitely surprise some people. Yeah, they're definitely going to be a fun team to watch. Um, but if if and when Mookie opts into the Dodgers, I just don't see the Dodgers letting this slip away from their division. I believe they went to the World Series three out of the last four years, came up empty, and they're they're hungry. They're adding pieces. This is It's this year a bust for them. Um, I'm not really sure what you do for the Dodgers if, if you don't get it this year. Um, but I just don't see don't see anybody pushing them for this division title. Yeah, I really like that Padres take. Uh, Tatis is definitely you know one of the most exciting young players in the MLB. I like some of their additions on the you know margin of their roster. Drew Pomerantz out of the bullpen was nasty last year for the Brewers. He's going to be a big help. Uh, don't sleep on the Padres to potentially make a little wild card run. Um, but but like you said, the Dodgers are the favorite. Um, Kershaw and Walker Buehler at the top of their rotation, that's going to be uh, tough to beat in the playoffs. The one thing I kind of um, have always wondered about the Dodgers, and I was hoping one of you two would have a good answer for me, is like, why don't they invest a little bit more in their bullpen um, so they have guys to bring in other than like Kenta Maeda and Kershaw and 
short rest and big games in the playoffs. Like you're looking at Joe Kelly, Blake Trinan, Caleb Ferguson, guys who are not consistent um, to be, you know, major, major pitches for them come crunch time. Yeah, it's, it's a tough question, especially after what we've seen the past couple of years. Um, hopefully Kenley continues to um, hold on against age. Um, he's obviously the key to their bullpen. I think trying in the name that you just said is the really exciting one. Um, you know, two years ago with the A's, he had that season with his, the 097 ERA or whatever it was. He was absolutely lights out. So um, they've put a lot of eggs in that basket. If he has another season like he did in 18, they're going to have an outstanding bullpen. Um, if he, you know, comes back in 19 form, I agree that that could be trouble come playoff time. Yeah, I watched all right, so the all last year, and, and uh, yeah, he was horrible. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know about – I would not yeah. I would not put my eggs in that basket if I were the Dodgers looking to finally get over the hump. All right, so the Dodgers were clearly all liking them, although I still have some questions in the bullpen. Let's move now to the NL Central. I'll throw it back to uh, Sam on this one. This, to me, is maybe the most interesting, hard-to-call division in the league. Um, the only team that can't win it is the Pirates. They don't have the pitching with Jamison Taylor and Chris Archer out for the season. Um, but obviously the Brewers have arguably the best player in baseball. Um, they had some losses this offseason, but but they still have a solid roster with Yelich. Um, the Reds made a lot of offseason moves and have some young guys. I'm sure Tosh will talk more about that. Um, the Cubs and the Cards are kind of known quantities, but they both have a lot of talent on their roster and have a chance to take the division. So I have no idea uh, what direction this division is going to go, and I'm pretty excited to watch it play out. Yeah, my um, you know Wisconsin heritage has me rooting for the Brewers, um, and I and I really like honestly what they've done this offseason. They might not have gotten the biggest names, but they got some pieces to to uh, round out their their team well. And I think with Corey Knebel back in their bullpen, him and Hader. Um, that's going to be a nasty duo to, to mess with. So I think the Brewers are definitely in that contention. Obviously have Yelich. Um, the Cubs, which, you know, are a well-known team. Everyone loves them. I think they're in, kind of in the same boat as Cleveland. Uh, not going to be as good. Got some guys who are somewhat primed out. I don't think their pitching staff is is good at all anymore. Um, yeah. Guys are getting old um, and and – don't really love their pitching staff. The Cardinals, I I like. Um, I, I think it's a, a race between the Brewers and Cardinals. I I really like um, if the if the if Alex Reyes, Jack Flaherty, Dakota Hudson, Jordan Hicks, four young pitchers in the Cardinals rotation and bullpen can stay healthy. I really like their uh, chances. If not, I like the Brewers. I'm gonna go the complete opposite direction. Um... The Brewers kind of quietly lost a ton of hitting this offseason. The big names are Yusmany Grandal and Mike Moustakis, who went to Chicago, the White Sox, and Cincinnati, respectively. Um, they also lost a bunch of home run hitters in uh, Jesus Aguiar, Eric Thames, and Travis Shaw. So I'm, I'm worried about their offense, frankly, despite Yelich being so great and them having a couple other pieces. Um, the Cardinals, likewise, a lot of their uh, hopes are resting on Everybody talking about Jack Flaherty becoming, you know, the next, the next true ace in the NL. Maybe he will. We haven't seen it yet. I wouldn't put all my chips in that basket. They also lost Marcelo Zuna this offseason. Um, so I'm going to throw some chips on, on the Reds and the Cubs. I like both of those rosters, and I think they're well-rounded. Besides, obviously, the Cubs uh, 
pitching problems are worrisome that you highlighted. Um, but between Baez, Bryant, um, Contreras, and, and Schwarber, who will hopefully thrive with the DH only this year, um, I still think they they have the pieces to to make a postseason run. Yeah, right, well, I will definitely be uh, keeping my eye out for that division. Tosh, if you want to wrap up before we uh, get to our last division, the NL East, by all means. Yeah, one thing I wanted to add about the uh, about the Brewers is I think that the addition of Justin Smoke um, could be huge. I know it's a no name. People are probably like, "Why are you even bringing this up?" But uh, Justin Smoke in in Miller Park could be forty plus home runs. I'm just calling that right now. Um, but let's move on to the next division. Um, the NL East. Similar division to the NL Central. There's only one team that can't win it. That's the Marlins. Um, the you know reigning World Series champions. The Nats are probably should be the favorite, but they did lose Rendon, who's their best player. Um, Ryan Zimmerman is sitting out uh, the season due to COVID. He's obviously a huge veteran presence. So I'm worried about them. If I had to pick a winner now, um, I'll save it for the last segment, but I like what Atlanta did this offseason. If someone wants to talk about uh, some of the, the changes to rosters, because this was a busy division as far as the offseason goes. Yeah, I, I, I like what Atlanta has, and I like what they did. I mean, what they have in Ronald Acuna, he's probably the best young player in baseball. Um, and, and then some of their young pitching, Mike Sorka, Max Reed, Mike Foldenavich, uh, Sean Newcomb. I think those guys, I think that's a solid, you know, very young core. Adding Marcelo Zuna in that brave new Brave Stadium that's uh, super hitter friendly. He's going to have a good year. Mm-hmm. Um, Yonder Alonso, I think too. Uh, really like Austin Riley, the prospect. Look for Dansby Swanson to get um, a little bit better. I, I'm still a believer in his. Um, the one thing that I really worry about with the Braves is their bullpen. I mean, they're relying on Mark Melanson, Shane Green, like Luke Jackson, a bunch of guys who've had up and down last few years. Um, not sure if if uh, you're a believer in any of those guys, Sam. Uh, none of those guys that you just said, but uh, the guy that they picked up this offseason, uh, their big acquisition outside of Ozuna was Will Smith, who very quietly has been actually one of the best relievers in baseball um, out in San Francisco the past couple seasons. He was uh, 23 of 23 on save opportunities in the first half of last year. Uh, went to the All-Star game. Uh, I think he'll, while he, he might not be prime Craig Kimbrell, I think he'll do a nice job in the closer role this year. Yeah, I did I did uh, forget about him, but he, w- he was great for the Giants. He'll be a, he'll be a, a good piece in the back of that uh, bullpen. But still, other than him, I don't really like those pieces. Um, Jerry, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the Nationals, you know, the whole World Series? And then um, since then, do you like them? Are you a believer? Uh, no, I don't think they have really that good of a shot to repeat this year. They lost Rendon. Uh, it was Zimmerman sitting out, and uh, I just don't. I think it's gonna be really hard to repeat, especially in the sixty-game season. Um, and then, like both of you were mentioning, like the depth in this division is insane. Like you have the Braves there, the Mets there, the Phillies there, um, and then you know, like you said, like anybody, anybody, it's up for grabs. Anybody could come out on top. Um, I mean, last year the Nationals wouldn't have even made the playoffs if it were the 60 game season. And so I think they got hot at the right time. Everything came together for them. They went on an amazing run, happy for them, like good for them. But I just don't see them making a deep playoff run or necessarily even getting into the playoffs this year. I think, I think it's going to be pretty hard just to come out of that division. 
Um, what, I, what I'm pretty interested to see is if it's if during the shortened season, whether the Marlins can get off to a hot start and just generate a little bit of buzz, even though their, their uh, roster is, <laughs> I don't is, know, Jared. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, their roster, uh, has a couple of years to go. Um, they're years away from being years away, but that being said, uh, I think it's time to move to, uh, the winner of each division. So, uh, Tosh, take it away. All right, so in the AL West, I have the Houston Astros uh, winning that division. Uh, yeah, I also have the Astros, and I think it'll be pretty comfortable. Yeah, I don't see uh, anything changing with that. I, I have the Astros as well there. Cool. All on the Astros there. AL Central, uh, I'll take the Twins, um, edging out the White Sox. Sam? Uh, my head says Minnesota. My heart says Cleveland. Um, Love Jose Ramirez to death. I'll pick. I'll pick the Indians. I'm also gonna have to agree with Sam on this one. And take the Indians over the Twins in the AL Central. Okay, so we got two two guys on the Indians. A uh, little upset in the AL Central as we uh, cr- cruise on to the AL East. Uh, I, I feel worse about it now that Jared's agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, as, as we move to the AL East, I've got the Yankees, New York Yankees, winning that division. Sam. Yeah, probably the best team in baseball. Got the Yankees. Yeah, no questions on this one. It's got to be the Yankees by a mile. Cool. And then let's go to the to the wild card teams. Who's going to be playing that wild card game? I will go with the A's as the home wild card um, team again, second straight year. And I will go a little upset. Um, can't can't just have it stock pick as same as last year. I'll pick the uh, the White Sox to get in there as the other wild card um sam who are your wild cards yeah that would be a lot of fun um but i'm not going to pick either of those teams as my wild cards um i have to take the twins since i didn't pick them for my division they're too well-rounded they're going to make the playoffs one way or another um for my other team um you know you got to think about the rays they have a lot going on uh you also have to at least consider the white Sox. the the a's are probably the front runner but i think this is the year where Trout just turns it into even a different level from what we've already seen. They have the pitching they ever and down. Um, I don't think they'll make a run, but but give me the, the Angels in the playoffs. All right, interesting take there. I'm going to go with the Oakland A's, who have been hot uh, the past couple of years, and I'm also going to take the Tampa Bay Rays out of the ALEs. I think both of them make it. Surprisingly, then, I have the Twins not making it. Uh, maybe a little bit of an error on my part because they are pretty well-rounded. And then I just want to give a quick shout-out to the Angels. I'm really excited to see what they do. I hope they can sneak in the playoffs and make it fun. Yeah, we. I would love to see Trout and Otani in the playoffs. Um, all right, guys, who's going to make it out of the AL um, into the World Series? i gotta got to go with the Yankees. Jerry? You know, that's, that's a pretty good uh, take out of you. I think the Yankees are pretty chalk pick. As a Sox fan, and just to be a little different from you, I think I'm going to go with the Astros just because I think it would be uh, an absolute shit show for the rest of baseball to see the Astros make it after the cheating scandal during a 60-game season. Um, and, you know, I hope they don't, but I'll, why not pick them here? Yeah, that'd be pretty fit for 2020. But um, I, will, I will pick the Oakland A's to get to the uh, World Series behind Frankie Montas, wow. Jesus Lazardo. I think... With uh, Simeon and Chapman, their contract, and, and Olsen coming to an end, I think those guys have probably been working pretty hard this offseason. And then with the young pitching there, um, I, I like the A's chances this year. 
He's got three different teams there for you guys. Let's move over to the NL, uh, NL West. Sam, who do you got? Um, you know, I really like what the Diamondbacks did this offseason, so I think I'm going to have to go with the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, I'm also on the uh, on the Dodgers uh, wagon in the NL West there. There's, there's no way the Diamondbacks catch them this year. Yeah, Dodgers here too, on the Dodgers. Uh, moving into the NL Central, Sam. What a fun division. Um, it's really hard to pick. Um, I know I'm gonna gonna catch some shade from Tosh on this, but I think uh, the Cubs have the pedigree and the hitting to to at least take the division, even if they can't make a playoff run. Yeah, I don't like that take at all. I think the Cubs are getting old and, <laughs> and aging. But uh, I'll, I'll go I'll go with the Brew Crew uh, behind Yelich and Craig Council, Hader, Corey Knebel. Um, I'll I'll take the Brew Crew to win that division. Barry? Mm, yeah, I mean, I it's I was gonna say one of the two but you know what i let's take the cardinals on this one i don't really have a rooting interest in the nl central there's no team one team that stands out above the rest for me this year i could easily see the cards cubs or brewers taking it um so i'll i'll take the cardinals on this one cool three different teams there um last division the nl east um sam who do you got yeah so i actually see this as uh in my head a two-team race the Braves obviously have to be one of those teams. They have done it every year, um, and they're going to be good again next year. I think the Phillies are not to be slept on. They're going to be a lot better than last year. We're going to get more from Harper. We're going to get more from Aaron Nola. Um, Zach Wheeler's in the rotation. They added Didi Gregorius, who Yankees fans love. Um, at the end of the day, I do have to take the Braves, but I think it, it could be a closer race than, than you might expect. Jerry? Yeah, I think the Braves are definitely the chalk pick here, and you got to stick with them. Um, I don't believe in the Nats' ability to to do as well as they did last season or get as hot as they were. Um, I'm not sleeping on the Mets in this division to make a little bit of a, a little bit of a run here. Um, but yeah, definitely still still the Braves in the NL East. So obviously Degrom is is absolutely um, dominant, but they, but they did lose some pitching. Talent. Yeah, they can't seem to stay healthy. Um, I'll go with the Braves as my uh, NL East team. I think they're building somewhat of a little dynasty um, in that division, and I'll go with them. Uh, my two wildcard teams, um, I'm going to go with a little some flyers here. I like the Padres. I like what they've done this offseason. Uh, Tatis is, like I said, one of my favorite players to walk. Got them uh, getting into the playoffs, and then I will go with the Phillies. Um, I think, you know, Harper will be better. Nola got some more pitching. Um, I like their team. Uh, new manager, too. That'll be interesting. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I like the, the Padres and the Phillies. Yeah, those are both good choices. Uh, Padres definitely made my list of options. Phillies were probably my hardest cut here. Um, but the teams I, I think I want to end up going with are um, Milwaukee, who you picked as your uh, winner of the Central for the reasons you said. Uh, the, the lineup will still be good, even though I, I kind of came down on them earlier. They got Yelich, they added Omar Nervais, who's a great hitter, obviously, Garcia. Um, they'll be fine. Um, I don't see them making a run to the World Series, but, but I have them as the home playoff team. Um, and maybe this is just wishful thinking, but I'm going to say the Reds. Um, they're going to be so fun this year. 
between um, Luis Castillo, who's one of the most exciting young pitchers in baseball, Aristides Aquino, um, who was a ton of fun last year. They also added some some players, Moustakis, Castellanos, um, Shogo Akiyama out of Japan, who's um, a good fielder and, and on-base guy um, in the outfield. So I think they will definitely surprise some people, and, and I have them sneaking into the playoffs. I'm going to have the uh, Diamondbacks uh, in one of the wild card spots, uh, losing uh, the division to the Dodgers there. And then I'm also going to have the Cubs sneaking in and hopefully have a little Cards-Cubs matchup in the uh, shortened season in the playoffs. I think that would be really, really exciting, um, even more so well, than... Well, Jared, if, if the Diamondbacks make the wild card game, then you know they win because they have Madison Bumgarner, and, and he, he's not going to lose a single elimination playoff game. Naturally, so. naturally. <laughs> He's not going to lose any playoff games. You might as well pick them to win the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with that being said, let's get to our World Series predictions. And uh, to kick us off, Sam, who do you got? Um, yeah, so in the AL, I have to take the Yankees. Um, I just think they're the best team. In the NL, I think the clear two best teams are Los Angeles and Atlanta. Um, Hard to pick between the two of them. I would love to pick um, the Braves, but but we all know how good the Dodgers are going to be this year as long as Mookie plays and, and Kershaw's all right. So I got to go with the Dodgers. Yeah, it's super hard to pick against the Dodgers, but just in case uh, we can play this podcast back later, I think why not take a flyer on the Cardinals here coming out of the NL? Oh my! Uh, yeah, no, you know, real, uh, real upset there. I don't really see it happening, but hopefully the sound gets played over and over when the Cards eventually make it. <laughs> Big Cardinals guy. <laughs> um, I'll take the Dodgers. Same with Sam. I mean, they're they've probably got the best lineup in baseball. Um, great rotation too. Uh, so I've got A's Dodgers World Series, uh, and I will pick the. Los Angeles Dodgers to win the 2020 World Series. Um, Sam, who's going to win the World Series? It pains me to say it, but again, I got to go with the team that I think is the best in baseball, and, and that's the New York Yankees. Yeah, so earlier in the podcast, I picked the Astros from the American League, and I believe I just picked the Cardinals from the National League, and that's definitely not my World Series preview. It's got to be the Yankees versus the <laughs> Dodgers. I mean, it, I mean it, it's just a perfect storyline for the short-end season, the pandemic, 2020. Two storied franchises. Can't stand the Yankees. Got to be pulling for the Dodgers. The Dodgers will be my uh, 2020 World Series champion prediction. Nice. All right. Uh, we've got, you know, the Dodgers winning the World Series um, and, and the Yankees winning the World Series. So um, definitely, definitely pick some favorites there. But, um, you know, we only we're, we're picking the teams that have a good chance. Um, but. All right, let's get to our two last predictions. We've got MVP and Cy Young. Uh, Sam, MVP prediction. Sure. Um, from the AL, I don't want to shock anyone too much, but I'm going to go with Mike Trout, who is uh, the best player of our lifetimes. Sorry, A-Rod. Uh, you know, sorry, Barry Bonds as well, I guess, but, <laughs> but it's got to be Trout in the AL. Um, in the NL, um, you know, it's, it's a much more wide-open race. You don't have a clear favorite. Um, I would love for this to happen, so I'm going to try to speak it into existence and say that we're finally going to have um, the the Ronaldo Cunha Jr. true breakout season that we've been waiting for, and he'll win MVP. I like that take. Um, let me do my MVPs in the AL. I've got Mike Trout, 
I think he might end up being the GOAT in baseball. We'll see. Um, and in the NL, I'm going to take a flyer here. I'm going to pick Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, don't, wow. don't sleep on him, boys. Don't sleep on Fernando. He's he's a good, he's a fun player to watch. Uh, Padres make the playoffs. Tatis MVP. Uh, Jerry. So first off, damn, Todd, I was going to say, gonna say him but you just stole him right out of my mouth that's that's tough now i don't want to no, i don't want to take him and then i you know you always have mookie bets but like i don't want to take him on the dodgers just after uh he left the red Sox. so i got to resort to acuna there on the braves um and then for the al i think mike trout is going to have an absolutely insane monstrous year this year and so i think we're all on mike trout in the american league yeah so do you guys want to quickly go around and say who we think will uh come in second in MVP voting in, in the AL just to, you know, throw, throw a couple more fun names out there. Yeah. And I'll go first. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give a shout out to my boy who you were uh, talking mess about earlier. Marcus Simeon came third in MVP voting last <laughs> year. Uh, I think he's due for another big season. So Marcus. Fair enough. Um, if, if an athletic comes second in MVP voting, it's going to be Matt Chapman. No doubt about it. Um, but instead I will, you know, based on what I think is going to happen with the Yankees this season, uh, say that this is the year that that um, Gary Sanchez finally does what he has been been teasing us about for so long, and just becomes the best catcher. Cool. So let's uh, let's get to the Cy Young. Um, my Cy Young in the AL, number twelve prospect in baseball, youngster throws absolute heat. Jesus Lizardo. I'll go with uh, well, Garrett Cole on the Yankees. He's absolutely dominant, like you said earlier. Best pitcher in baseball. Hate to see it out of our main rival, but yeah, Garrett Cole's taking this one. Well, I can't wait uh, for Jesus Lozardo to not only win Cy Young this year, but also start a playoff game. Uh, it started start a World Series game based on Tajin's yes. prediction. I mean, it's just going to be an absolute career year for him. Um, so that's very exciting. Um. I think the safe pick is Cole here. Um, so if, if, you know, gun to my head, I would have to go with, go with that. Um, some other guys who I think could make noise in the Cy Young discussion are um, Glasnow, as I said earlier, from the Rays, has a ton of potential. Genjin um, Ryu, for, who's now in the Blue Jays, had a monster year last year. Um, and uh, let's not forget about Shohei Otani, who showed some absolutely nasty stuff before he, before he got hurt last time. True. All right, moving over to the NL. Uh, my Cy Young in the NL is going to be Josh Hader. So if Hader comes in and has, you know, 25 saves in 60 games with a .9 ERA, it's going to be hard not to give it to him. So, uh, Josh Hader. Sam? Yeah, that's an interesting pick. Have we, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but we haven't seen a reliever win it since, since Gagne in the early 2000s, I think. Um, so that would definitely, you know, buck tradition. but. Um, he's an absolute stud, and, and I could see it happening. Um, for me, I'm, I'm rooting for Aaron Nola to take it this year. He has so much stuff, and he was really putting the pieces together at the end of last year. So um, I'm going to take Nola. I'm going to go with Jacob DeGrom on the Mets. Uh, absolutely lights out stuff. We'll see what he can do, if he can carry the Mets to a, a winning season this year and maybe sneak into the playoffs. I'm excited to uh, to watch him start. Awesome. Well, all right, Sam, you got anything else to add? Uh, I mean, it's going to be a fun season. There's, you know, so many super exciting players we haven't even talked about from Bryce Harper to Juan Soto um, and so many other guys. So I'm sure we couldn't do it justice, but um, 
I think it's going to feel real high stakes this year, and I'm super excited for the season to start. Couldn't agree more. Jerry? Yeah, so it sounds like we all have the uh, Yankees and Dodgers going pretty far into the playoffs. As uh, Sam and I are both Red Sox fans, we got to be rooting against the Yankees the uh, entire way. Hopefully they don't even make the World Series. Hopefully they miss out on the playoffs with their crazy lineup. But uh, I'll be watching closely and rooting against them every single game. Awesome. Well, uh, we'd like to thank Sam for joining the pod today, bringing his baseball knowledge. It was uh, much needed and and, uh, great for the two TV sports fans. So thank you, Sam. Um, And as absolute pleasure yeah and as always check out our new articles on 2tvsports.com and follow us on twitter for takes as we want to hear from you as well that's at 2tvsports on twitter Uh, we've got some great articles up on our website 2tvsports.com previewing the NBA season Um, looking forward to that Uh, and also Instagram at 2tvsports great content on there Um, for now 2tvsports signing off the mic